I love my life. Wouldn't you love to be able to say that every single day? I wake up every day and love my life, regardless of what's happening, regardless of the weather, regardless of the government, regardless of how and what other people do. Wouldn't it be nice to just love who you are and love living your life? So this is a very personal Romax today because from a very young age, and I, rem I remember very specifically the day I, I was 13 years of age, and I decided that I wanted to live my life in a certain way. I want to be healthy, fit and strong. I want to have a career or business that I love. I want to be financially free and I want to make sure that I only have respectful people in my life. And I talk about that every day because that's what the Romax program is, is about every single day. But I'm going to ask you that question really personally. Imagine if your life, if the life of everybody that you know was designed around, yes, I'm healthy, fit, and strong, physically and mentally. Yes, every day I wake up doing something that I'm passionate about to earn money, to earn a living. Who I am and what I do are the same thing because I love it so much. Because I'm good at it and because I'm doing what I'm passionate about, I keep getting better at it. I am financially free because I'm adding massive value to the world. And the people that I have in my life, I don't accept disrespectful, nasty, terrible people. I know how to deal with them because I've got good communication skills. I know how to deal with them because I'm tough and strong mentally, but I don't have to have them in my inner circle because I don't want to have those kind of people in my life. If the whole world was living their life like that, what would the world be like? And the reason this is such a personal question is I'm always concerned about our kids and I'm always very careful about talking about children because I don't have any children. But I have a very strong driving purpose every single day for our world to be a better place for our future adults. Uh, it comes from a philosophy that I was taught a very long time ago, which is leave a profit. And it was shared to me like this, Rowie, wherever you go and whoever you come in contact with, the place and the person should be better because they came in contact with you. You should leave everything better than you found it. So I'm going to leave the planet. I'm an old lady now and I'm going to leave the planet at some stage. Now I have a plan, barring accident, to live to 120, 30, 40, 50, healthy, fit and strong. But when I leave, I want to know, when I look back over my life, and here's my personal question, when you look back over your life, do you want to be able to say, I lived as the person that I'm really proud of and I left the world better than when I arrived? And this has been a real interesting uh, and fascinating headspace for me and sometimes very frustrating because I'll give you this example. I set a goal that I wanted the world to be healthy, fit and strong and I've been an exercise professional now for over 40 years and the world's gotten fatter and sicker and weaker and more depressed and more out of shape and more diseased than it's ever been in history. So you can imagine what that's like for me as somebody who's dedicated my life to helping people to be healthy, fit and strong and the world's in a much worse condition than when I started. And I find that really frustrating every day because I'm here every day because the simplicity of being healthy, fit and strong is really simple. It's not that complicated. It seems that for whatever reason, the exercise industry or the medical profession or whoever has made it all very complicated. Uh, I've tried to keep it really simple and every single day I make it even more simple because I want people to be healthy, fit and strong. So I'm going to give you a personal headspace of mine. Uh, I understand now that I can't change adults. One of the biggest learning cur curves in my life is that adults will do what adults do and they have the absolute right to do that. 
Adults can smoke, they can drink, they can take drugs, they can stay up all night, they can abuse their body, they can abuse other people, they can treat the world badly, they can wreck the environment. Adults will do whatever they're going to do. I can't control what other people do, you can't control what other people do, and why would we try? Because we all have the right to do exactly what we want to do. But our kids, how do our kids actually know that it is possible to be healthy, fit and strong, have a career or business that they love, be financially free and have great people in their life if there's nobody to inspire them or there's nobody who is actually living that example. And that's what happened to me because I wanted that in my life. At 13, 13, I decided that's how I was going to live my life. But I couldn't find anybody that was living like that. Now, I found some people that were healthy and I found some people that were wealthy and I found some people that had a great family life and I found some people that, that uh, loved their job. But I didn't find anybody that had all four things going. So I made a commitment at 13 years of age that I wanted to be the living, breathing example for if a little 13-year-old girl ever looked into my life, she could see somebody that was living like that. So the, the reason I'm asking this question, and I've got to be very careful because this is not about being disrespectful or being uh, challenging or uh, you should do this. My life has never been about that. My question, though, is, if a little girl looks into your life, a 13-year-old girl or boy, and you want to be, so if you don't want to be, this is a relevant conversation, but if you want them to know that it's possible, so for the children in your life, for the future adults that will come into the world, for the people that look into your life who aren't yet educated or life experienced, will you be the living, breathing example for them that it is possible to have a great life? Not tell them what to do, but actually living it. And that was one of the, the interesting challenges I had as a, as a child, is I grew up in a very interesting a religious environment. And again, without judgment, there was a lot of people that said, do this, but they were doing something else. And I didn't want to live my, I didn't want to be that person. I can't control what other people do, but I didn't want to be that person. So I'm asking you that question. If you want to inspire, motivate, help other people, to be healthy, fit and strong, to have a life that they love, uh, are we living that every single day? And is that the adult thing to do? Which is the other very personal question I always ask. What option do you have? If you're a parent, if you're a teacher, if you're a coach, if you're a leader, if you're a boss, if you're a pastor, if people are looking to you for direction in any way, shape or form, do we have any other option than to be a strong tough, mentally strong human being. Uh, I see a lot of people get hit, fall over and stay down. I see a lot of people get hit, fall over, stay down for a while, get back up again. I often People will often contact me after a year or two years or five years and say, oh, I've had, I've had some big challenges in my life. I fell over, but I'm back up again now. Well, I'm going to, I challenge myself with this every day, so I'm not challenging you, it's me. Rowie, what happens when life hits you? Why, do you? why would you ever fall down? What do you need to do to be tough enough, strong enough, physically and mentally, so that when life hits you, when people try and pull you down, when the government does stupid things, when Mother Nature goes crazy, what are you going to do to make sure that you never fall over? And the reason that's so important to me is I want to be the living, breathing example of somebody who doesn't and can't be pushed over. 
Uh, I've seen some, and this is my inspiration, I've seen people who have had the worst things happen to them, physically, mentally, emotionally, uh, mother nature's given to them, business is thrown at them, or a combination of all of those, and it's made them tougher and stronger. They haven't fallen down. They've looked the challenge in the eye and they've said, bring it on. You can attack me. You can be nasty to me. You can send me bankrupt. You can do all the horrible things that the world does. But I refuse to fall over. And to me, that's an adult way to live. Because our kids can't live like that. They don't know that it's possible unless they've got somebody to be inspired by. And if our kids can only see adults that are weak and, and adults that fall over and, and adults that are not in good shape and adults that have lousy, stinking, rotten jobs and adults that are in lousy relationships and adults that don't have any money, how do they know any different? And this is, um, I'm sharing this with you really personally because it's my driving force. I don't want our kids to live in a world where they think that it's normal to be diseased, sick and overweight. It isn't normal. We've made it normal because more than 50% of people are now. And I share this, uh, unfortunately, uh, not dramatically, just openly. And the truth is we now live in a Western world where more than 50% of people are either overweight or they have one or more comorbidities, which we've, it's become a bit of a common term of late, comorbidities. It just means that I've got more than one thing that could kill me. At any one time, more than 50% of people who live in the Western world are living with something that could kill them. And most people have more than one. So they've got coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, some kind of mental health challenge. They're morbidly obese or obese. They've got a health challenge brought on by themselves that they don't have to have. And now because there's more than 50% of them, that has become normal. So do we get that for our kids? Our kids actually think that it's normal because a lot of kids, if they're in the wrong circle of influence, it's not one in two people that have a, a, an unhealthy body. It's all the people in their life because they actually don't have access to anybody that's healthy. Uh, at any one time, any statistic, uh, st government statistic or research statistic will share with us that between 70 to 90% of people don't like their job. They're not satisfied in their career path. They're not doing what they love to do every day. What does that mean for our kids? For our kids, that's way more than 50%. All they're seeing is people that have a lousy, stinking, rotten job that they don't like. And they might be people that are making a lot of money, but they don't enjoy making the money. So how do our kids know that they can follow their dream, do what they're passionate about, go and be a sports person, go and be a musician, go and be an artist, start a new business, uh, do what they're passionate about? And I don't know what that is, but my question always for our future young adults is what are you really excited about doing with your life? And not you can't do it, but how can you do it? Let's make sure that you can. And I have collected thousands of stories of people who were told, you can't do it, it's not possible, you're too tall, too short, too fat, too skinny, not intelligent enough, don't have enough money, don't have the right education, you can't do that, and they've gone and done it anyway. And they're the stories that I share with kids. I go to schools and work with future adults, because I don't think I can change adults, but our future adults, I want them to know that it's possible. I just share, share with you a beautiful story that I always share with, with students when I go into schools. One of my favourite stories is a, a, a gentleman who is a professional dancer. So that's his career path. Pretty cool because there's a lot of people that love to do, do dancing for a profession but they've been told that they can't. But Jean Souk has one leg. Not he lost his leg. He's just born with one leg. 
He's become a professional dancer. He dances on crutches. He became the lead dancer in the Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil show that's, that toured the world. He's a professional dancer with one leg. I share that story all the time because can you imagine how many people told him that he couldn't do that job? And I quote him constantly. This is his quote, paraphrased quote. I have a very unusual profession for somebody that only has one leg. I'm sharing that with you because I want our kids to be given thousands of stories about what they can do, not be told what they can't do. I think that's the adult thing to do. Uh, is it possible to be financially free, financially secure? That's one of the easy ones. Uh, but most of our kids don't know that because most of our kids live in a life of one of two things. They've, they've come into a life of uh, financial freedom so they've never had to work for money. They don't know anything about how to create money. They've just been given everything. So if life hits them, they won't handle it well because they've been given everything. They haven't built up uh, how do I handle a tough situation set of muscles because they've never had to handle a tough set of situation. A tough situation. Then there's other our other kids who they've never they don't they've got no clue what it's like not to struggle for money because everybody in their life struggles for money so they don't know that that's not a normal way to live i just want our kids to be educated and it doesn't happen in school very often and i know this because i ask every school that i go to are we teaching financial freedom are we teaching wealth creation in school and unfortunately the answer is no in most schools no uh for me, that's the ultimate. I wish I'd found out about compound interest before I was 30 years of age. I would be a billionaire if that was the case. Uh, it's such a, a fascinating way that money works. Financial freedom is very simple. Spend less than you earn and do something with the money that you save. And that, that concept is just so simple. And there's so much information about it, but it doesn't seem to be one of the fundamentals that we teach our kids. And I want to be the living example of that. I want our kids to know that. And I'm going to brag just a little bit. Uh, one of the coolest things that I ever set a goal for, I was only a, a teenager at the time, I wanted a white Lamborghini Countach because I, I had a poster of it on my wall. I don't even know where that poster came from. And I ended up being uh, the first woman in Australia to buy a brand new Lamborghini, uh, literally buy one. And the reason I know that is I spoke directly to the Lamborghini factory. And not only was it that I was the first woman, but I was the first white Lamborghini. They'd never made a white Lamborghini before. And they called me and said, do you really want a white one? Now, I just love white. It's my favorite color. And interestingly, they put that white Lamborghini into the European Motor Show and lots of other people liked it as well. So you'll see a lot more white Lamborghinis now. But I'm sharing that story with you because when I got that car, Everywhere I went, it got a lot of attention, of course, uh, but I would just take people for drives in it. I did. I can't. I can't even count. Maybe a thousand uh, end of year uh, formals. I would would take drive people to their formal. Very complicated in the Lamborghini because I had to be in the driver's seat. There's only one other seat, uh, but we'd take the roof off and put two people in there, and I'd drive them to their formal. People would stop me in the service station and say, "Lovely car," and I say, "Well, I'll take you for a drive." Uh, Many, and I don't know if you've ever been to a motor show, but the the really expensive, prestigious cars at motor shows, you actually can't even touch them. And very, you can get your photo taken from a distance, but it's very unlikely that they'll let you sit in the car. Well, I was the person that would just take people for a drive. One of the really funny experiences I had, I stopped at a petrol station one day and a guy came up to me and he said, so are you a drug dealer or a prostitute? Great question. <laughs> uh, I wish I had answered that I was a assassin. 
uh, it's interesting how people, uh, it, it, the, the relationship, and, and I'm sharing this with you, again, I'm, this, is not, this is not to share with you, oh, Rory's had a Lamborghini. It was never about the car for me. It was about who do I have to become to get the Lamborghini so that I can prove that you can come from nowhere. You can come from having no money. I ran away from home at 14 and nine months. Uh, you, can, you can live your life in exactly the way that you want to live it. You just have to design it, plan it, be disciplined and do it. And for me, a car is an outcome of that because I've had some really terrible, horrible, yucky cars that were unreliable and broke down and put me in some very dangerous situations. So I wanted a car that was reliable and gorgeous and I felt really good driving it. But I wanted to be able to share that with other people. And again, I'm sharing that with you because I cannot tell you how many times a young adult, a future adult, a child has said to me, wow, I didn't think it was possible to have such a nice car and you've just proved to me that it is. And attached to that car was a person that didn't become uppity and arrogant because they had such a nice car. I just wanted to share it with everybody. And I still do. Anytime somebody shares with me, you've got a nice car, we stop the car, they take a picture, we take them for a drive, we just do that. I want to be the living, breathing example. I want to be the adult that kids can look into our life and say, thank you. Because I've looked into your life, I can see that it is possible to be healthy, fit and strong for your whole life. Because for a child, I'm a very, very old lady. And kids look at me and go, wow, she's so old, but she can do 30 push-ups. Or she's so, so old and she can climb mountains all day. Or she's so old and she can work in the garden all day. And I've had kids say that to me. That for me, that's the reason I'm alive. I want to be the living, breathing example for our kids that they know that it is possible that they don't have to have a lousy, stinking, rotten life. They can be fit, healthy, strong. They can have a career or business that they love. They can be financially free and they can have great relationships. And how would they know that if they don't have people that they can look into their life and see that? So to cut all of that into a very small, short story, who are you? What do you stand for? What do you die for? And what reputation do you want to have? When people look into your life, I'll ask a different question. If a book was written about your life, would it be a book of example of how to live your life to have a great life? Or would it be a book of warning, if you live your life like this lady did, you'll end up with this crappy life? And it's a, a, a thought space that I've taken with me my entire life. I, I learned it from a business philosopher by the name of James Rome when I was very young. And he suggested that uh, if you want to be successful, study success. If you want to be happy, study happiness. And there's two ways to do that. You study the people that are successful and happy, or you go and have a look at the people that are unsuccessful and unhappy, the ones that are broke, follow them around for a day, take notes, and do exactly the opposite. I don't want to be the person that gets followed around for exactly the opposite. If you follow her around, you'll see what, what happens when you do what she does. You're going to have a crappy life. I want to be the person that people can look into my life and say, look at that old lady. She's a bloody happy old lady and she's healthy, fit and strong and she's had a career that she loves her entire life and she loves being with herself and she only has great people in her life. I challenge you, if that's a reputation that you would like to have, what are you doing every day to make sure that if you're not doing that already, what are you putting into place every day to make sure that our young kids have a living, breathing example of what it's like to live your life to the max. Super duper doo, how are you living my life to the max?